Today's podcast is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial by simply going to audibletrial.com slash using your power. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to Using Your Power. I'm David Andrew and I'm joined by... Levine Cora. How's it going, Mav? I'm doing really good today. David, how are you? Powered up. Powered up, as always. Using Your Powered Up. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. So what is our topic today? Our topic today is value creation, the best way to build a business. And maybe just to set this up, I think we talk a lot about adding value in this world. And that's something you hear more and more and more. And it's something I latched onto fairly early in my business life as well. And I still believe in it. But I think it's important to consider what exactly that means. Because if we add, quote unquote, add value the wrong way, it's not actually adding value to people. And we're not getting any business by doing that. Right. So I know when we just kind of discussed this, we came up with seven uh, points that are going to be showing that there is value and three points saying there is no value. Yeah. And we'll see what we come up with at the end, but that's what we're going to start with. Awesome. So why don't you start it off? Yeah. I think the first one is just people love to learn something new. And this is also a principle of content marketing too. As you create content and you share about your particular industry, you know, people will come and see if it's if it's a tutorial or a how-to guide or something that they want to learn about, whether it's, you know, playing guitar or how to tie a shoelace or whatever. You know, if they come away feeling like they were, they're smarter than they were before reading the content in the first place, they've gotten some value from it. And that might be reason enough for them to want to follow you or do business with you. For sure. You know, and I, th- I like the idea of social media. I know we talk about social media quite a bit. And the nice thing about it is you can definitely build a brand on social media. You can start adding value to people's lives. And the way that really does work in building value uh, and creating value for your business is, you know, word of mouth is so powerful. We all know that. And a lot of times that word of mouth can be used to advertise to people, very low budget to do so. And you can really increase your uh, revenues. You can increase your sales. You can uh, increase your brand awareness. And, you know, you can really start doing a lot of different things out in the world that you may want to start doing. Right. So basically what you're talking about there is just maybe even sharing your content or answering questions or bringing some form of value to the people that are already on social networks, maybe in small ways. And then over time, they begin to see you and want to do business with you. That's it. Cool, man. The next thing is, you know, people want to reciprocate when you give them them value. Now, I mean, don't you please don't use that as a tactic, right? Don't just give because you're going to get. I think, you know, you have to understand what the value means to the people that you're providing it to as well. I mean, without knowing that you can't actually add value to them. Like you might be like, hey, here's a solution, guys. And then here are crickets because the solution is not really connected to the problem or it's just not the best solution or it's not well matched to what they're what their needs are but generally speaking you know people want to reciprocate when you give something to them and i think you know you will be rewarded by the law of reciprocity if you just keep giving Absolutely. You know, and one of the things I like about adding value to people is, you know, the more value you can keep adding to people and your products and your services that you provide, you know, the more times the customer will keep coming back to you because, you know, not only are you adding value to the products and the services, but you may have a great customer service that's handling the, you know, that side of the business as well for you and, and really handling that uh, soft transition between the business and the, and the customer, right? So I think the more you can keep doing that, you keep adding value to the customer, add value to the product, the more you will keep 
keep seeing that people have recurring and then use that word of mouth that I just talked about uh, to keep sending new business back towards you. Yeah, that's great. And I think that ties into my next point too, which is, you know, value creation increases your credibility over the time. So people just begin to look at, at you as being more trustworthy as you continue to share things w- with them. You know, if, if you do it once, that's one thing, but if you keep doing it fairly consistently week after week or just day after day or month after month, then they begin to go, Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I've gotten so much from this person. I just want to be able to connect with them or learn about them or learn about what they do, or maybe even buy something from them. And that's the transaction that begins to happen. For sure. I love it. And, you know, one of the things too, you know, if you're going to be building your business, there's a reason you went out there to and started your business, uh, you know, outside of the product and service and maybe having a passion for what you're doing. Uh, you know, you, the idea is you go, we all got to live and we all got to make some money. So, you know, the, developing uh, the business, then developing the sales, right? And that's the whole idea is if we can get sales, we can make some money and then we can continue to do all the things that we enjoy doing, such as maybe boating or, uh, you know, hiking in the, on the weekends or whatever we like to do, right? But when you... It all starts by building value for your end customer or user, right? But you have to believe in that value. And so does your sales team. So does your company. Uh, and that's obviously shown in your mission statement, your value statement uh, that you have and your vision statement. Uh, but it's also uh, it's something that your team will live, right? And and I think the more that that gets into people's uh, way of living and the way of thinking, then they automatically start uh, developing that value for your end customer and user. Yeah, great point. And I think my next point is a potential warning or possible negative to this whole thing of adding value to people. But so are we getting into the nose? Well, I do have one more positive after okay. it. If you want me to do the po- the negative after, I could do it that yeah, way. Yeah, let's too. do the positive and then let's move on uh, to the negatives. Okay. So, you know, though it may take longer to build a business by adding value to people versus like, you know, just writing clauses and, and additional fees into your contract, such as with credit cards, which is, yeah, may be a way to get rich, but it's not adding value to people. So adding value to people may take longer than just kind of going for that and going for the jugular with your, with your business plan. You will also build a more stable business over the long haul as a result of continuously and consistently doing that over time. I like what you said, David, because it's, it's about not always being black and white in your business and your rules and say, you know, sorry, it's got to be a certain way. Sorry, you know, it's, that's what's written in my book. And, you know, you hear that all the time with customer that's service, sad, right? Man. And, you know, it is having some gray area and really understanding where that customer is coming from. And, you know, the more you can add value to that customer, as I think exactly what you're saying here, the more you'll re- really retain that customer, right? Yes. And, and again, going right back to word of mouth, the better experience the customer has, the more they'll tell people, especially if it comes from a uh, when you are able to fix a negative situation. Yeah. And I mean, I've shared some consumer reports on the music entrepreneur over the years. I even had a recent thing that, you know, I'm tempted to share too, but it was like a voicemail system that I thought I canceled. And then I was still being billed month after month after month, not even aware of it. And then, you know, tax time comes around and I'm looking at my bills going, why am I still being charged this same amount? So, you know, things like that happen, but yeah, like, just like you said, Mav, you know, they got on the, they told me, you know, it's our policy and you agreed to our terms of service. So there's nothing we can do. But yeah. Okay. But what about an exception? No, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, that's great. But like, I'm looking, I haven't used this at all. So is there anything you can do? No, we can't do anything. Right. Exactly. And you haven't used the product in almost two years that I'm aware of. Yeah. And, but you just got billed for it for two years. So, uh, you know, it, it is like that, unfortunately out there. And, you know, a lot of people, because it's money that, you know, uh, the 
the employees are also set by standards saying, hey, you can only, uh, you know, you can't give out thousands of dollars a year. The idea is to generate income for the company. So yeah. when, when the employee is the one who has got to maybe okay a, a check maybe being written for $1,000, uh, you know, that employee is going to be talked to by their management team or their employer and be like, hey, why are you giving out $1,000 that we made, right? The idea is to generate, not give back out, right? So they might be working from that location. But what I've found out is generally they don't want to deal with a better business bureau dispute and draw it out and have to do go through a, a ton of hoops to deal with it. And there was one situation where I went with the through the business bureau and still things didn't get resolved. But I'm sure that I cost them money because they didn't want to go through that process. Oh, there you go. So sometimes you just got to play the long game. It sounds exactly, like. Exactly. You do. Awesome. So getting into the nose here. So one of the things I was thinking about is, you know, you don't really need to develop um, a value creation for your product or service. And, and and the reason I'll say that is, you know, we look at something like ketchup, something so simple. We all use it on our fries or on our burgers or whatnot, right? And sometimes it comes into brand recognition versus value of the product, right? Um, you know, there's ketchup and there's catsup. You know, which one do most people reach for? Heinz, because mm-hmm. they've built that brand and they said, Heinz is actually ketchup. So the first thing when someone asks you, you think of them. You don't think of No Name uh, or some other brand, right? Or French's uh, ketchup or something like that. I don't know if they have it. But, you know, you think about them. You think about mustard. You think about French's mustard, typically, or Grey Poupon Mm -hmm. or whatever, right? But it's just that brand that creates it. And the way they've done that is because they've been able to do the demographics. They put a lot of money behind it. They've done the psychology work. They've been able to really understand what marketing looks like. They've understood what sales looks like. And they've really built that brand, right? And exactly what Nike's done and, and Adidas has done. They, they've built fitness as, you know, if you want to be fit, you got to wear Nike, right? There's nothing else that's going to make you more fit. Well, is that true? Not necessarily, but they've made it, right? So are they really creating any additional value? Yes, their products are great. Don't get me wrong. But they can just uh you know, talk about the, the the name that they have built and, and that sells itself. And the interesting thing is I think the value could be finite, right? Or limited. Like with ketchup, it adds value to your taste buds. And I think that's why people reach for it. So yeah, that might be a limited scope of what they do, but in a weird way, it's still adding value. Right. And even, but catch, cats up can do the same thing. As oh, ketchup, absolutely. Right? So, Any ketchup brand could. Right. But a lot of people say, ah, I, you know, I'd rather eat my burger plain versus putting ketchup on my burger versus ketchup, right? Although it's the exact same thing. And by the way, the best ketchup is the ones that the restaurants make. Their ho- their house-made ketchup is usually the very best that you can find. <laughs> yeah, you've probably learned that on what, a food, food Friday, I'm assuming? <laughs> I've learned that through the years, man. <laughs> Not just Food Friday. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So what's, do you have a point there? Do you have a next one? I do, yeah. Awesome. So yeah, this is the potentially negative point which is you know your intentions must be really clear and i think this is something i'm i'm working on with the music entrepreneur as well but otherwise it may leave an opening for others to take advantage of your good nature right like if your mission is to add value to people then you're going to be like myself or pat flynn or somebody like that and yeah we're going to answer every email and yeah we're going to do every guest post and yeah we're going to get and jump on every opportunity but you know what we find is sometimes people are really just wasting your time and they don't know what they want out of the agreement or they they you know try to give you a bunch of uh, tips and ideas of what how your business is supposed to be set up but meanwhile you know you're you're staying steady you're trying to keep consistent but you're just getting distracted by you know things that aren't really opportunities things that aren't really well matched to your audience things that may not make you any money at all so you have to really be clear on what you're trying to do 
I like the use of the personal examples that you always have, David. I think that's a great thing to do. Right. Um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about here on uh, the, is the value creation for businesses. You know, at, at the beginning, they may start that way. I think sometimes, I think that's usually the way, you know, you really get your name out there and really build on a brand and whatnot. But sometimes what happens, and we've talked about this in a previous episode is, you know, the company's able to make some money. They start getting a huge marketing team. And what's the first thing they do is go get a celebrity. You know, now they're not necessarily selling on the value of their product anymore. They're really just banking on that celebrity to help move more product, right? And the product may be semi-subpar. It may not be as good. And, and, and it, you could maybe, yes, you may sell a little bit less by not using that celebrity. But because they're using that celebrity, because it's, you know, maybe, you know, Kim Kardashian is loved by a lot more people and, and people will, she's influential and people will listen to what she says. So, uh, you know, people will walk up to her and say, hey, can you just talk about my product, right? I know Oprah has a top 10 list or top 20 list that Oprah does every year. And, Book and it's, club. And- yeah, and if you make that list, man, you blow up, your product mm-hmm. grows and your company will grow. Is that really any value creation? It created maybe value for Oprah and because she's an influencer, it, it, you know, it, it made your business bigger, but you didn't really go and use that marketing in your business. But I guess, you know, depending on how you look at it, using an influencer to grow, help grow your business is a very smart thing to do too. Yeah. I mean, in some ways it could end up adding value to you or, or to them, uh, whether or not it adds value to your audience is something you need to seriously consider because otherwise you're just alienating them and you can't funnel them into your long-term business plan and just ruin that relationship for a one-time, you know, business thing. And that's what Pat Flynn's talked about too. He's like, yeah, there were times where I was just caught up in the money. And I think that happens to all of us. It's like, yeah, okay, well, let's just try this out just to see what happens. It looks like I could make some money with it. And then we find out maybe it's not well matched to our audience and they don't like it or we just don't make any money with it and we find out you know we wasted a lot of time trying to get into that particular segment awesome uh final thoughts well i think you know we should all think about value creation and what it means to us and how we can add value to our audience i think some of the negatives are are worth considering too just thinking about why value creation could sometimes go the wrong way or you could end up spending an inordinate amount of time on things that may not matter or may not do your your business any good. I think, it, I don't know if it's the quote unquote best way to build a business. I think it's hard to arrive at that conclusion, but I think it is one of the best ways to build a long-term business that actually helps people. You know, there's many other ways to build a business, but if you have your target audience in mind and your goal is to help them and add value to them and bring something to them long term, then I think it might be the best way. Absolutely. You know, and I I agree value creation is the best way to uh, build a business. I don't think by if you don't build value, you'll see most of the times those businesses aren't around after five years anyways, Um, you know, but if we're looking at our individual selves here, I know myself, I've gone out and started uh, on the discoveryourlifetoday.com and I've said, you know, how can I build value for people? So I started writing about things that I thought that people wanted to know about. And now more and more as I start learning about what people you know, want to talk about or learn about. So if there's any topics that people want us to write about, even on the Music Entrepreneur HQ, you know, we're, we're willing to research and do the in-depth converse, uh, mm-hmm. looks because we want to provide that value and say, hey, you know what? We understand you may not have that 
bit of uh, time to research. But you know, if you if somebody asks that question, that means there's probably other people out there looking for that same type of uh, information out there too, right? So uh, I know we were able to do that. And now we're maybe able to put out some, put that information to a book or package it or really nice, um, you know, um, product or, you know, I know when you start looking into, for example, uh, Instagram, I, I think they did really well when they build uh, value creation because what they did was say, hey, you can share your photos here. And sometimes those photos can add value to people's lives. Not It doesn't have to be a monetary thing. It can just really add smiles to people's faces, and especially when you're looking at personal one-on-ones of people you know. I think that's an excellent thing. Good stuff, Matt. Well, you can find us at usingyourpower.com. You can leave a comment, leave a message, download our free audio course, and also connect with us wherever you happen to be listening to this podcast, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever it happens to be. Feel free to leave a comment, rating, whatever it is that they let you do. <laughs> awesome. All right. Talk to you next time. Have a great day. Thank you.